Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host. I'm Lynn. And we are back with episode 32 this week. We're back a week removed from having my twin sister on the show. That was a fun time last week. Yes. And folks, we have a very special surprise for you this week. It's a second guest episode in a row. We have a very special guest. Uh, he is a friend of ours. He is a fellow improviser, fellow comedian, uh, and he's very—he's multi-talented in many different fields. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Rob Cressman. Yay! How you doing, Rob? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Feeling pretty good. Better now that I'm here with you guys. Oh, right. that's so sweet. You don't have to do that. You don't have to say that. <laughs> On one of my favorite podcasts. Hey, hey, there we go. <laughs> he's our human soundboard. He's just gonna keep. He's gonna keep adding drops in for us just throughout the entire episode. <laughs> just keep practicing. We'll we'll just we'll just clip those out and we'll add them in later. Nah, just edit it all out. <laughs> well, Rob, thanks for joining us today. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. That's uh, great. So, for those of the people who may not know you or may not be familiar with you, you want to tell them who you are, what you do? Sure. Yeah, I'm an improviser in the Lehigh Valley. Um, I've been improvising for about three years, uh, but I had my on and off moments, as we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, used to do a bunch of trade stuff. Uh, like uh, retail installations and construction work. And I did videography for a while. I had a whole host of jobs. But now I'm uh, managing a company with a, my father and a few friends called RigShare, uh, which is... Oh, is that surprising? <laughs> oh, oh, you Lynn, have a company. Lynn, Lynn was so surprised that she dropped her phone. Totally wasn't trying to look for articles for this show. <laughs> um yeah, so yeah, I have uh, a company I'm running with my father and some friends, and uh, it's based around cryptocurrency stuff, so that'll be done in a year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell yourself short. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do improv. Um, it's a way to blow off steam, and you know, I love everybody here in the community, Yeah, and you know, I want to keep it going. I'd love to see a theater open up around here, so yeah. maybe, maybe that'll be a thing in the future. Yeah, that's like the ultimate goal, I think, for a lot of us here. That's mm-hmm. really what we want to do. And Rob and I are actually part of a duo prop team together called One Last Thing. Uh, we've been doing that now for a little over a year now, right? Yeah, after we took the duo prop championship yes, title. Yes, we did. We 2017. 2017 Barbaral Duo Prop Champions, One Last Thing. Uh, basically, for those who may not know, One Last Thing is a duoprov team where rob and i are basically it's hard like it's it's easy to describe but also hard to describe yeah um so we're basically like silicon valley tech assholes basically mm-hmm. yep <laughs> tech bros tech and- bros that um that are giving presentations about r- products that people tell us in the audience what they want to see and we do keynote presentations on those we've yep. I liked that last time we were together, we were at Lehigh mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah. And that was the perfect crowd. Oh, it was amazing. Because they were all uh, nervous, captive audience, so mm-hmm. they're, <laughs> they're easy to play with. They were stuck there and they couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> right. And uh, also university students, first year, getting to know you know, the community, mm-hmm. um, getting to learn what improv is. Uh, there were a lot of people there that didn't have never seen a show before so to uh, come out and do one was a little bit nerve-wracking at first but they it was well received oh yeah they loved it they i loved would love it. to play there again oh absolutely and some of the hint, other colleges hint. too yeah <laughs> hint hint other colleges in the lehigh valley if you want us call call me re- email me yeah call evan yeah call me <laughs> I, i'll put evan, my f- give your phone number <laughs> uh it's 555 
uh, my number. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an area code that's five five five? Probably somewhere. Huh. I, I don't know exactly. I'll probably have to. Lo- I'd have to look it up and see exactly. Huh. But I'm sure there is. That would be inconvenient. It would be. Yeah. Would suck. Yeah, like, oh, don't give me a fake number. <laughs> oh, I live in Des Moines. <laughs> That's where I assumed it is. <laughs> Iowa, just in the middle of Iowa. All right. Well, cool. Rob, we're very happy to have you here. We're super excited to work with you today and tell some fun improvised stories. This so. is work? It's <laughs> we're working here? I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, we don't get paid. I mean, we just do this for fun. That's fair. You're doing the work. You're doing the work. So. I'm here, to, I'm here having the most fun, I'm sure. Exactly. So for Rob and other people who may be new to the show, we'll kind of explain what we do here. So for the first half of our episode, we're going to go to the subreddit on Reddit called Not The Onion, which has headlines of articles that you think would be fake because the headlines are so crazy, but they're actually real. So we're going to go through some headlines, pick a few that we like, and then we'll choose from those the one we want to actually tell the story behind. So Lynn, the yes. mistress of r slash not the onion, what do you got today? I'm the mistress. You are the mistress. Um, it was really hard to find articles this week. It was. A lot of them are really dark. So I was huh. able to pull out some that hopefully aren't as dark. Um, so the first one, man plans to die in fire until he discovers that fire is hot. Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. That... Th- Okay. You'd learn that pretty early on. Yeah. Like, you're right. You, you learn that when you're a kid. Don't touch the hot stove. Like, right. When you're roasting marshmallows, don't put your hand in or don't like do anything like that. Like, That's one of the first lessons you learn. Yeah. <laughs> like you learn you learn mama, dad, dad, and don't put your hand in the fire. Right. Exactly. That, that's mm-hmm. like the that's the trajectory. I remember accident, almost <laughs> almost accidentally burning my house down. <laughs> almost accidentally because I did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost accidentally committed arson. Uh, was, I remember being young and playing with matches. It's like it, it's oh, like okay. exactly what you'd think. Yeah, it's like in those after school kind of like don't play with matches, kids situations. Yep. The exact situation that your parents tell you never to do. Oh yeah, but yeah. then I, then that made me. Th- I was like, well, there must be something cool about playing and with matches. Rebellious, <laughs> rebellious youngster. <laughs> and I lit one, dropped it in a drawer accidentally, <laughs> and then like freaked out and closed the drawer like ah! <laughs> as if that would change anything i won't see it it's not there it's like oh shit 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 and my mother came home like just as i did that uh who had been out on some errand she's like what's that it smells like matches and like in my head there's a moment of like do i lie right now <laughs> and the answer was Absolutely not. I think I'm going to burn the house down. <laughs> Tell her what happened. Tell her so she can fix it. There's a, there's a mash in the drawer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's an early on lesson right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I was uh, maybe eight, nine years old. Oh, yeah. That is pretty early. Yeah. And uh, I knew fire was hot even before I lit that match. So Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lynn, what else you got? Um, Kanye West ditched Fashion Week to debut new Yeezy at a Pornhub Awards show. Wow, there's a lot of information there. Okay, so let's break that down. Yeah, so he... Kanye West... He has, like, new Yeezys coming out, I guess. Doesn't he Um, always have new Yeezys coming out? I suppose. I don't know. I don't follow him. Um, So instead of debuting them at Fashion Week, which Uh is where I would assume you would want to debut them, he decides, you know, know, I'm going to go to Pornhub Awards show instead. I'll debut them over there. Well, I mean... That's, you know. Probably more of a target demographic, I'd say. Really? You think so? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Well, I don't doubt that. I mean, that's a huge platform now, and unfortunately kind of not the greatest platform. 
in in terms of like hmm, paying people appropriately and yeah. stealing content and stuff like that. But you know, it's a good publicity move. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. It, it, yes. I mean, I can understand it from like a business perspective and a marketing perspective. I don't <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, some of the people there are probably some of the only people that could afford them. Like, also the people. I highly doubt that. Yeah, you never know. Do you purposefully avoid Kanye West, Lynn? Or is that just like, like I just don't happen to be following him? It's a mixture of both because I'm like, I'm not a fan of him. Mm -hmm. Like, just straight up not a fan. Um, So I don't follow him. I don't care for him. But also, it's like, if you bring him up, I'm like, I don't care. I just, (laughs) Mm -hmm. please don't bring him up. It's two levels of not caring. It's very much like, mm, not a fan. Yeah. But that's just, that's just me. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I don't, I don't follow him either, but. I, I kind of do because everybody else follows him. So mm-hmm. it's like that secondhand Kanye. It's hard to avoid it with the way like Twitter is and stuff like that. They'll always put something out about him if something happens. So you'll end up hearing about it. Oh yeah. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> All right. And Lynn, what's, what's another one you got for us? A woman injured after lighting dynamite mistaken for a candle. Oh, man, that seems very cartoonish. <laughs> oh, that seems, yeah, that seems like something straight out of Looney Tunes. <laughs> I actually, I kind of like that one. I think that could be a fun one to play with. Okay. We could do that one if you'd like. What do you think about that, Rob? Sure. Yeah, that's, I like that one. That's very, um, you know, having a birthday candle explosion (laughs) in the face situation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then I think, uh, I think we'll tell this story. We'll, we'll take that headline and we will turn it into a full story. So, yeah. So this, this woman, uh, it, it was a woman, correct? Yeah, Jeannie. Jeannie, yeah. Jeannie was always uh Jeannie was always kind of a weird person. I just wanted to hop in real quick and say right, um You never have story, to like say you never have to say I wanna hop in. Just hop in. Doesn't matter. This story is a hundred percent true. Oh I don't I don't tell um fake stories. Uh yeah, so you know, whatever we're about to say here is a hundred percent real. Because I've noticed on some of the other episodes maybe mm-hmm. some of the stuff might not have been a hundred percent true. Well, I mean, we may embellish from time to time. Listen, I'll tell the story. The story last week about Don Lemon and his lemon farm was absolutely one hundred percent true. You missed it on Twitter when Eminem changed his Twitter handle to Lemon M. But, <laughs> but continue if you if you want to if you want to challenge the validity of our stories, I I, I implore just, you I'll to do so. Catch, you know, it'll it'll be uh, I'll be catching any kind of you know anything that I think might need to be looked up any, just in case any factual you know, inaccuracies. I'm be holding everybody tight here. Fair so. enough. Good. Fair <laughs> enough. You can continue. I, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so so Jeannie, she was mm-hmm. a very weird woman. Yes. Uh, she she was always into cartoons. She loved cartoons growing up as a kid, mm-hmm. especially, you know, she was a big fan of Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. She she always saw herself as sort of as sort of a Wile E. Coyote kind of figure. Mm-hmm. She saw herself as this as this person who was just who just wanted to do anything to just stop everybody from doing something else. Yeah, she was a real contrarian genie. Oh, yes. You know, everybody knew that about her. Mm-hmm. That's why she kind of was isolated from her friends and family mm-hmm. she's kind of a loner mm. yeah that, that's why she moved to russia she moved to russia to get away from her entire friends and family that checks out yeah i just googled that well also she moved to the czech republic so that also checks oh, out double check <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible that was absolutely oh. terrible it, terrible but full of fact <laughs> factful <laughs> if you will <laughs> so yeah genie yeah it, uh, she had a, a nemesis as mm. as one would, of course, 
uh, road runner esque mm-hmm. um, in that she's very fast. Um, her name was Andra. Andra. Still is Andra. <laughs> um, she has a family of two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, husband and uh, two kids, both little girls as okay. well. And, uh, you know, they're, they're good people. Yeah. They're good people. But Andra, Andra and, and Jeannie had, uh, had one particular thing that they did not like about one another. That's right. And that was, that was the way they dressed. Andra didn't like the fact that Jeannie always, Jeannie always wore sweatpants, no matter what time of year it was. Didn't matter the event. Didn't matter mm-hmm. the event, mm-hmm. the occasion, mm-hmm. anything. She could be on the red carpet and like beautiful top and then like beautiful gown. And then she just pulls up the skirt and is like, look at my sweatpants. Yeah. And we're not talking like nice sweatpants, no, like, like like velour sweatpants. Gross. We're ones. talking like Walmart $5 gray sweatpants. Yep. There's a hole in the knee. Yep. Oh, Why? yeah. I mean, that's kind of her um, trademark, I would say. Right. It's her aesthetic, yeah. The hole in the knee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, on the runway, who are you wearing? Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which, I mean, that's that's a big step. That's I mean, that in in itself is a is a fashion choice. She mm-hmm. is, like said, a bit of a contrarian. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That checks out, too. That checks out. But Andra, Andra was... Well, the thing is, uh, I think we forgot to mention this. Andra and Jeannie worked together. They worked yeah. at the same company. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, they both work at a fashion. They both work at a fashion company. Right. We both used to work there too, so that's yeah. how we know this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so Andra and Jamie, uh, Jeannie. Excuse me. I called her Jamie. Andra and Jeannie worked together. What? I said you're rude. I'm not rude. I just forgot for a second. <laughs> We're going to do a drunk episode of this one day where every time I forget a name, I'm going to have to take a shot or something. No, because you'll be dead. I'll be dead. <laughs> oh, that's right. Lynn worked there too. She was in HR. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that. you were you were there too. So Andre and Jeannie worked together at this fashion company. They both worked in the, in the design department. But every time they wanted to work on something new, Jeannie would just keep coming up with ideas that involved sweatpants mm-hmm. all the time because that's all she knew, sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I, I thought that was all right. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, she'd go around and ask people, "How's this look?" And she'd be wearing like a like a fifteen thousand dollar dress, and then, like you said, she just pulls the the dress up a little bit, mm-hmm. pokes that knee out. There's a coffee stain, mm-hmm. you know. There's there's those kinds of holes in the knees that are actually two holes. Oh, but they yeah. kind of started forming into one. Gotcha. And that was yeah. the new that was her new move. Yeah. You know? The 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 tension came to a head when Andra submitted a design. And this was, it was this very beautiful design for a dress. It was, you know, lace and all this like beautiful, intricate design work. But the company chose uh, Genie's design with mm-hmm. the sweatpants yep. because it could appeal to the common consumer, even at a $15,000 price point. Right. So you can look fabulous, but feel good in mm-hmm. your gross sweatpants. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Andre was furious. Andre could not believe what was going on, and she just she needed to get revenge she, on Jeannie for screwing her out of this opportunity. Right. Needed revenge. Needed an outlet mm-hmm. for that anger. Mm-hmm. Um, needed a place to stock up on revenge items, mm-hmm. um, such as um, dynamite. You know, dynamite. Sure. Uh, dynamite. The plungers for the dynamite. Uh, giant cannonball launchers. Giant um, cannons, cannonball launchers are called cannons. 
Cannonball launchers, <laughs> cannon cannon launchers, cannon launchers that yeah. launch cannons <laughs> like a trebuchet, yeah, full of cannon. It's like the we- the weirdest form of inception. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, she was in, in much the same way that uh, Wiley Coyote is is essentially the sole purchaser from Acme. Mm-hmm. She uh, was kind of her own type of mad genius and uh, supplier mm-hmm. uh, of these wares. And um, funnily enough, where she purchased these from was actually Acme Food Markets right. here in here in the Lehigh Valley. Yeah. Or actually more in the northeastern area. Um, unfortunately, uh, the normal Acme stores don't have these products out in the front of the stores. There's a separate area that you have to have specific government clearance to access. Mm-hmm. Separate area and only in certain demographics. Exactly. Because they try that out in the Midwest first, mm-hmm. you know. It just ended up a lot like Yosemite Sam, just like people running around in cowboy hats, just shooting revolvers in the air. Just <laughs> yeah, a lot and of that. That gets out of hand pretty quick. It does, yeah. It does. So, this is what I heard. Now, this is this part might be a little bit of speculation. So, you know, I I, I can't verify or deny this, mm-hmm. but um, she bought a dog. <laughs> she got a dog. From Acme? From Acme. Oh, okay. Found the dog. Wasn't part of the stock. Uh-huh. This came up to shipping and receiving. Uh-huh. Uh, so this isn't on video either. So I, I couldn't see it. I was in uh, loss prevention at the time. Okay. And um, so, so she found this dog. And this dog, yeah, goes at the leg, so to say, uh, in, in, uh, in nice terms. Um, sees uh, humping opportunities on soft objects. I'll just put it. That's his... That's his Bluntly and as softly as I could put it, because I don't know if I can curse here. Oh, you can. Um, you can. You can. The dog fucks legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad you put it that succinctly. I just needed I, to make sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't worry about that. You can, right. you can. <laughs> so we had this dog come into the come into the mix, and this this dog and and Jeannie fell in love, like in a in a in a in a master and. A, dog sort of way oh fell in love with genie not and not andre genie genie yeah. okay. genie so that was behind the scenes okay um interesting we didn't know that until it showed up at shipping receiving ah okay with a with a little little pendant on that said genie on it oh so genie named the dog genie that's right after herself ah got it need to have a direct descendant somehow that is the extent of of genie's kind of neuroticism uh-huh. and her own kind of narcissistic tendencies <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know that's that plays out yeah. you know when you think of the road runner you think of that too I yeah because basically because going along with that point in her from what i heard from around the office like in her entire apartment everything that had a label on it it crossed out the brand name and she wrote genies mm-hmm. right so yeah. like like it was like not it wasn't like silk soy milk it was genie's soy milk Genie soy milk, you know, Genie's ketchup, yeah. Genie's couches. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's when the plan really started to unfold. Yeah. Um, uh, this dog brought uh, so much joy to this girl's life. Yeah. But she knew it was Genie's. Mm-hmm. She knew that this dog loved Genie as well. Mm-hmm. So there, there is kind of like, a, uh, a tension, like a relationship tension between these two mm-hmm. over the love of, a, of an animal. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's kind of a heartfelt thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, 
I think all of us can kind of resonate with that. Oh, absolutely. You, know, absolutely. you, you, you get into a divorce or something, mm-hmm. a bad breakup. Who gets the dog? That's a tough question. That's yeah. tough. That's, yeah. Those are, you know, hard. It's when you, it's when you set up visitation rights. And right. I get the dog every... Which is how she got Jeannie to come over. Ah. Uh-huh. Visitation rights for the dog. Got it. Reached out, said, hey, come on over. Come on over, baby. <laughs> and see this dog. Because we got to come to some kind of middle ground together. Yeah. And I think we know what happened from that point. Yes. <laughs> we know. Yes. So at that point, uh, Andre and Jeannie decided to meet. Yes. Um, decided to meet at Andre's place. Um, Andre, now, Andre has this beautiful apartment in the center of town. Gorgeous. It's Gorgeous like... apartment. It's like this three-bedroom penthouse apartment. Mm-hmm. It's rent-controlled. Yep. It's a good situation. With her husband and her two kids, her two girls. And her husband was kind of apprehensive about having Je- having Jeannie over because he understood the tension that was going on between Andra and Jeannie and didn't want anything to blow over and, you know, cause any issues around the children. Yeah. It's a tough situation. You don't want to... You don't want to stir stuff up around no, the kids because they're very vulnerable to, uh, yeah. you know, they're very impressionable. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going to learn how to take care of a dog, this is a teachable moment. Yeah. So they don't want to to miss that opportunity as parents. Yeah. But uh, but unfortunately, um, this meeting never actually yep. happened. Yep, it never happened because Jeannie, Jeannie just decided to stay home in her in her studio apartment on the outskirts of town with with Jeannie, and just not even bother. Didn't bo- set up set up the uh, meeting, set up the time, set yep. up the location. Hand wrote letters mm-hmm. and then didn't show up. Yeah, and that I mean that caused a great deal of worry. I think. Mm. Um, See so again, like I can't see right into her family dynamic, mm-hmm. but that has to cause a lot of stress for, for the kids. Oh, definitely, because they thought they were going to have a chance to have a dog in the house. Right, that didn't happen. And I don't. I don't mean to bum anybody out here. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's how it went. It's honesty. It's honest truth. I'm only bringing facts to the table here. Straight that's fa- all I've got. We're, this this podcast is now straight facts. Straight facts. It's called. It's we're changing it to read between the facts. <laughs> that's right. Because this is all factual. A lot of facts, and if you can get between those facts, then that's where the truth is. But I but I think we're I think we're moving away from the very important point here. We should get back to it. Yeah. We need to get back to exactly why Acme is involved in all of this, yeah. and it's because. Jeannie was plotting revenge against Andra mm-hmm. for wanting to take her away from her dog. Yes. This, this was, this was, Jeannie thought this was a calculated attempt to just completely take away everything that she loved and just, you know, just make her feel terrible. Yeah. She, just I mean, make her feel bad. I'll be all over a pair of freaking sweatpants under sp- a dress. Spiteful. Spiteful. I would say it was a spiteful move. Yeah. But yeah, so so at this point, Jeannie, Jeannie heard about Acme through the grapevine in the ah, office because yes. I had I had seen an Acme order form on her desk actually. Well, that's it's a it's a client uh, representative relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. between yeah. her and Acme. Yeah, and um, for her own brand, that was big. Mm-hmm. You know, getting a, getting a deal with Acme is is nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah. And Nothing to shake a stick of dynamite at either. I wouldn't shake a stick of dynamite at it. No, I wouldn't. But she did. She did. Of course she did. 
because the the only thing she purchased from Acme for her revenge plot were the uh, were the dynamite sticks yep. disguised as mm-hmm. giant candles, high explosive candles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which you know, generally used for like birthdays of construction workers because mm-hmm. they get a rise out of that. Yeah. You know, you put the birthday quote candles into like a concrete cake <laughs> and then when that goes off that's kind of like a construction event uh-huh yeah, yeah. it is it's <laughs> i mean that's you're, de- you're, devil, you're doing demolition <laughs> that's something construction workers <laughs> do um but i mean these were being repurposed for again spiteful reasons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. revenge Quite frankly revenge mm-hmm. reasons yeah and uh you know happy birthday um not a concrete cake this time. Nope. It's, no. No, it actually, because Jeannie knew Andre's birthday was coming up, and she knew the office was going to celebrate. She, uh, she, Jeannie was actually the one that ordered like all the all the cakes and stuff for the okay, for the special occasions in the office. It was yeah. twelve cakes. It was twelve cakes. It was a dozen cakes. It was yeah. actually a baker's dozen, but she ate one of them. Oh. Because I mean, if you're going to make that many cakes, oh yeah, why not? Yeah. Just eat one. Just eat. Yeah. Just eat one. I mean, are you really going to go through 11 cakes in an office full of 20 people? I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. I don't not. think so. Unless Chad's there watching oh, you, Chad. Oh, God. Let let us tell you about Chad. Oh, let's bring Chad. Lynn, Lynn knows a lot about Chad. Oh, yeah. He's an HR. ate many lunches that were not his. Right out of the fridge. Chad's, mm-hmm. Chad stole Lynn's lunch at least twice a week. Yeah. <sighs> I, had a, I had a valid report against him. You're not supposed to do that, okay? Like... Yeah. If it has my name on it, it's not yours. But but every time, every time somebody tried to confront Chad, he would just stand there and be like, "Hey man, you know, if you just put your name on the lunch, I wouldn't eat it." Yeah, but my name was on the lunch and he still ate it. Well, you spelled your name wrong on your lunch. I did. So. It. Who is he to say that you spelled your name wrong? That seems a little presumptuous. I'll say you that. know what? It, I don't care about presumption. I care about eating. And if there's a meal in the fridge with an unmarked, with an improperly marked name, I'm going to eat it, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a run-in with this guy myself. I did. And, um, you know, he said we were, we were carpooling for a little bit. And he said he'd pay for gas. And that never happened. You know, you know, man. I'm gonna pay for gas eventually. I just, it's, it's a tough gig. You know, we're we're a startup company. We're not making a lot of money, so. You got to bear with me, man. It's like, yeah, we're in a startup company. I'm in the startup company, too. So, I mean, you know, we're already on equal ground there. I don't know why he was using that against me. Hey, listen, man, you were the one that offered to drive me. So you're the one that should be fronting the cost, man. To be fair, I only took him because we can use the HOV lane. So. um, That's cheating the system, man. Right. I mean, I do that. (laughs) I try to do that. I've uh, I've always envisioned of trying the airplane like the airplane trick like oh. with the inflatable like co-pilot. <laughs> Just I've always I've always wanted to do that and drive through carpooling with that, but oh, I know it would probably never work. That's so good. But uh but yeah, so so Chad Chad had a history of taking stuff, but this time uh this time Chad was actually on vacation for this he was party. On vacation. But, I mean uh, I mean he deserved the vacation too. He's a hard worker. Yeah, he's a pretty hard worker. But um but the thing is Jeannie needed to get these fake candles in the cake because she needed to make Andre's birthday the worst birthday ever. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, this is a this is kind of malicious. If you think about the uh, the amount of energy that's packed into a stick of dynamite, mm-hmm. eh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. That could hurt somebody. Yeah, and it, she knew this. It's a small office. It's a very small office. So you know, <laughs> skip forward a little bit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
she's in jail for life. <laughs> but she got her revenge. She did. So, I mean, that's huge. But in the process, she yeah. also... At what stakes? At what stakes? At because, what cost? Because... That entire office is now gone. It's gone. And also, her hand is gone. Hand's mm-hmm. gone. Because she didn't know what to do with the extra stick that she got. Because she... They sent her... Funnily enough... Acme Center, a baker's dozen oh, of dynamite sticks. Of course. 12 cakes, 13 sticks of dynamite. What but that's, you? I mean, there. that's the thing. Um, that's how she got out of jail. With the extra stick. Ah. Exactly. Yeah. I won't say how she got it into jail, but I'll say that's how she got out. Yeah. Because the article was she, she got her. She mistaked the dynamite, the stick of dynamite for a candle. Ah. So she, uh, well, she, and yeah, cause she thought it was just the regular, cause you know, there's no electricity in jail. Yeah. Um, so they were like, Hey, here's your daily candle. So again, I, I'm trying to be a hundred percent honest there. Did she really mistake it? Now that's just how the article was reported. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's, that might be shoddy reporting or as we call today, fake news. I mean, exactly. I mean, we have an insider look at what's going on. So, yeah. I, I mean, I trust my own uh, capabilities as a, an objective observer. Yeah. Common sense, common, common knowledge. sense. Yeah, man. Come you on. have an extra dynamite stick. It's like, <laughs> a happy birthday. This is a candle. Anyone in the room would say, um, <laughs> no. no, it's not. That's it said, not it clearly says TNT on the side of it, and it's in red. Big letters. Um so, uh, you know, and plus it, and plus it's 25 times the size of a normal birthday right. candle. It's got girth. Yeah. Normal candles don't got girth. No, no. I mean, some candles got girth. I you mean, you don't put those on a on a cake. No. <laughs> those, those go in a candle holder. Yes. Those make your house smell like potpourri or peppermint yes. or pumpkin spice. Exactly. And and to this day, Genie is still out there. We don't know where. But she's out there, hopefully, not shooting off any more dynamite. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. But, you know, we'll check back in on that story in the future. Yes. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that that's not over. That's going to be a follow-up story. <laughs> that's a follow-up. So, the end? The end? The end. I think we nailed that one. I, yeah. think, I think we nailed that one pretty good. Like I said, like, like you said, we're all facts here. This is all facts. All facts. This, this week is all facts. No, all facts, no bullshit. Welcome to all facts. Well, <laughs> Well, the podcast within a podcast. All facts. All facts. <laughs> Where's the drop? Yeah. I'll add it in in post. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was a lot of fun. That was yeah. a fun story. So uh, so I think we'll take a break. Uh, during that break, Rob and I will talk about some of the projects he's got going on. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back and we will tell another story. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Hey guys, Evan here, back with Rob here. Talk about some of the stuff we got going on over the next couple weeks in the improv community because we've actually got quite a bit of stuff going on together in these next few weeks. Jam-packed. Jam-packed next few weeks. Uh, First off, this coming Tuesday at uh, the Allentown Brew Works in Allentown, Pennsylvania, Rob and I are going to be doing our One Last Thing show as part of the Improv Comedy Bar Brawl at the Allentown Brew Works. This is, gosh, how many have we been, how many have we done this year? It feels like we've done quite a bit. Yeah, I know. I, I, I Honestly, coming into this year, I'm like, 
didn't even know we'd still be doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's been a pleasure every time we perform. I'm glad we're moving forward with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's cool that we're getting to do this a bunch and keep doing it some more. So, so we'll be there with along with a bunch of other teams. Uh, my my team, Four Eyes, is going to be there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Synced Up, I believe, is going to be there as well. Another another team of very funny ladies um, and a whole bunch of other teams. Winner of the Duo Prov, I, I guess they. Is Stubbs going to be there? I think so. Maybe. I think they I think the uh, prize. At least last year it was, was that we got to run on the bar brawl. Yeah, we got four weeks of it, so yeah. I think the same thing. They might happening. they might be there. So Let's see. so yeah, if you're if you're in the Allentown, Pennsylvania area, this coming Tuesday, September 11th, or wait, that's yes, Tuesday the 11th. 11th yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Tuesday the 11th at uh, eight o'clock p.m. 7:30 doors. Uh, it's only five bucks to get in, and you get two hours worth of awesome comedy. So definitely come and check that out. Uh, Rob, if you want to talk about the cranks and pulleys brawl, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, so we have a bar brawl every third Wednesday of the month, including this month, at Godfrey Daniels. Uh, it's basically an open mic improv situation called the Cranks and Pulleys Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, so come down to that. Doors open at 7.30. Um, free show. But, you know, you can always take donations. Uh, and that goes to Godfrey Daniels, not to us. So... That's a great performance space. I'd love to see more people come out. If you've never tried improv before, give it a shot here. And uh, welcome to the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would definitely say I've been going. I've I haven't been to one in a while, but I used to go to the Godfrey Daniels Jams when Flighty Duck still ran them. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great place to come to. You know, just even if you like, like Rob said, if you never tried improv before, just get up on stage and try it. If you're new to doing improv, it's a great place to get some reps with some different people. Because usually there's a lot of different people from the scene to work with from a whole bunch of different teams, different styles. You get to just work with a whole bunch of different people. And it's a really fun, low-pressure environment. Mm. So definitely recommend checking that out because it's a lot of fun. Yes. And do you guys do you guys still accept teams? Like if there's like teams that want to like join up, like to sign up to do like a little set during that uh during the jam is that like something you guys still do yeah we do Evan um, so you submit in the beginning of the month um, if you'd like your team to be on the show and we've got space for sometimes we do two or three teams um, give like a 10-15 minute set um, you know if you have something real big coming up that you're promoting we, we could also potentially do a 30 minute set like do a, do the whole show run try it out here um, this is also a great place to, to try new things mm-hmm. um uh, something you might be putting on in the future. See how it works amongst other improvisers and would-be improvisers. Good spot to do that. Yeah. And is there a specific contact that they can reach you at, like an email or anything like that? Yeah, that's... Uh, you can go on the Facebook page for Cranks oh, yeah, Bullies. Right. I think that's the best way to best do way it. To we do have an email address as well, which I believe is just cranksandpulleys at gmail.com. Easy so, to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real forward. Yeah. All right, and uh, and then the third thing that we want to talk about is a show that we're both a part of, uh, a show that I talked about last week, Sitcom Night. Oh, I can't wait! Yeah, sitcom Night Sweeps Week, uh, second Sitcom Night show we've done in the in the past year, I'd say. Um, this one's gonna be bigger, better than ever, I would say. Crazier this time, I think, than the last time. Yeah. Yeah, well, we were just we were just at a rehearsal together, and we were fleshing out some of the characters and oh, just man. doing that kind of work. Yep. Just figuring out who we are to each other. Yep. Was uh, huge. Like we we basically fleshed out uh, some some interesting uh, character dynamics. Oh yeah, and that's and that's the interesting thing because all the dialogue and everything is gonna be completely improvised. improvised. There's no no scripts, no nothing, just 
basic ideas of who we are and what we're doing and we do the rest so it's gonna be fun for us fun for the audiences and we recommend you guys come check it out for sure yeah that is on saturday september 29th there's gonna be two shows that night one at 7 30 p.m and one at 9 45 p.m uh the 9 45 p.m show is probably going to be the after dark version of that show it'll probably be a little crazier a little nuttier a little kookier uncensored uncensored <laughs> what it's what the networks don't want you to see <laughs> So it's going to be that 945 show. But uh, but for information on that show and other shows coming to Steel Stacks, you can go to www.steelstacks.org slash comedy. Rob, anything else you want to promote here while we're while we're here or want to get back to telling some stories? I think we should get back to the stories. All right. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, let's uh, let's go back and let's tell another story then. And we are back. We're back from break. Got to do some promoting, got to do some plugging, got to do a lot of that. Everybody feeling good? Whoa, yeah. Good. I'm feeling fantastic. You sound fantastic. I do. (laughs) I I sound fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 We're all fantastic. We're We're like the Fantastic Three. We're the Fantastic Three here on a Read Between Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Freeze power. (laughs) Read Between in the morning. Your drive time duo. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done doing my stupid shock jock radio voice. Thank let's you. keep it serious. Yeah, this is all facts. This is all facts. This is all serious. Remember, this is the all facts podcast, a podcast within a podcast on read between. That's rolling over into this fictitious story we're about to make. <laughs> <laughs> still true. Yes, still true. All true. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna generate a random book title here, uh, as we normally do in the second half of the episode, and uh, and we're gonna tell the true factual story behind this fake book title. It's gonna it's gonna be an actual story because we know a lot of stories. Well, that's how the best documentaries I think were put together is oh, they yeah. just come up with a title. Yep. And then they're like, "What does this mean?" Yep. And then they they find the subject and they tell the story. Right. And that's how you get like. All the best documentaries. Exactly. All right. So, Rob, I'm going to run through these genres for you, and then you're going to pick. We'll, we'll go through, and we'll pick one, and we'll spin. We'll pick some titles, and then you choose. We'll all choose which one we want to do then. So all right. the genres for you are adventure, mm-hmm. children, drama, fantasy, horror, humor, mystery, nonfiction, romance, and sci-fi. What do you want to spin on first? Oh, my. How about horror? Horror. I all like right. that one. Cool. So let's do spin once, spin twice, spin three times, one more. All right. So here is the list of titles that we got for that. Starting with Foreigner in My School. Wow. Wow. Fiend in My Garden. Crows in My School. Zombies in the Basement. Students and Vultures. Creatures and Horrors. Hands at the River. Voices in the Library. Alive in the Depths, and Somber Until the Abyss. Oh, wow. That one sounds like a <laughs> like a, like a goth album. It does. <laughs> sounds like Evanescence's new album. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like out of those? Oh, I... I what was it? Hands in the River? Hands at, hands at the River. Hands at the River. So they're just visiting. They're not... They they, they're, just saying, they're just waving, hey, what's yeah. up? Hey. <laughs> I think I like that one. Like that one just sticks out to me for All some right. reason. Cool. So we'll take that one from that genre. Hands at the river. All right. What's another genre you want to spin on? Ooh, how about fantasy? Fantasy. All right. One, two, 
three, four. All right. This list includes Mage of Gold, Boy of the End, Phantoms Without Fear, Hunters with Immortality, Dogs and Mermen, Fish and Women, Wand of Ice, Spire of Dreams, Invited by My Dreams, and Write About the Elements. These are all great. I mean, they must have really updated their algorithm. They must have. (laughs) These are very good. It's um, not just all blank and blank, blank of blank. Yeah. Well, actually, it is kind of. That one kind of was. There's like four blank of blank and two blank and blank. But they're good blanks. They're good blanks. Um, Boy at the end. Boy of the end. Boy of the end. That's even Boy better. of the end. I like that. It sounds like in like the omen kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's a good horror title. That's a good horror title, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And one last genre to spin on. Um. Mm, let's see. Adventure? Adventure. All righty. So we'll do one, two, three, four. We'll do one more for good measure. All right. And the choices are Changeling with Money, <laughs> Vulture of Stone, Aliens with Honor, Doctors <laughs> of Stone, Strangers and Traitors, Giants and Turtles, Body of Nightmares, Chase Without a Conscience, Wrong About the Mountains, and Trust the Castle. I think I like wrong about the mountains. Wrong that's, about the mountains. Oh, that just sounds like it's an epic story. <laughs> All right. So, so for our final three to pick from, we have Hands at the River, we have Boy of the End, and we have Wrong about the Mountains. Out of those three, what do you guys like? Rob, specifically, what do you like out of those three? Oh, I get since to you, pick. Since you are our oh, guest, you my. get to choose. Um, I just There's something about the last one, I think. Wrong About the Wrong Mountains? Wrong About the Mountains. Okay. That sounds like a good title. Oh, I like it. Sounds like one we can get into and have some fun with. So, mm. All right. So, without further ado, for the first and final time, please enjoy the story of Wrong About the Mountains. There comes a time in every traveler's life when they have to face themselves and understand what pride is by losing it. Mm. There are many epic tales that come to mind, like Sir Lancelot. King Arthur. King Arthur. Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Potter. Yep. And a truly fictional, t- a truly factual tale. Harry Potter is true facts. Well, that one you really got to read between for the facts. Hey, good one. <laughs> titular <laughs> podcast on a podcast on a podcast. So you 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 go and you challenge yourself mm. as a traveler of this world, and and the best place to do that is in the mountains. Mm. In the mountains, you go out. Set up camp. Get to know yourself. Yeah. And that was the road of Vincent Vanderbilt. Vincent Vanderbilt. Vincent. Vincent was an interesting character. Vincent was an interesting fellow. He he grew up. He grew up in the city. He grew up in the concrete jungle. But never, never understood the wonders of nature. Never got to experience... Um, beautiful parts of the world it's really easy to get caught up in digital life oh it is it is Mm -hmm. you know working in working downtown and 
the big high-rise buildings. Selling things to yep. people. Buying things to sell to other people. Buying and selling. Buying and selling. That's how the world is now. Buying and selling. You don't get to experience things. Mm. Which is what happened to Vincent. He was, he felt trapped. He felt, he felt lost within this just, within this utopia. This rat this, race. This rat race down. This rat race downtown. Felt like you couldn't escape. I don't blame him. I think there's a little bit of all of us in Vinny. Yeah, there. Yeah, that just yeah. that just wants to escape. The the Vinny inside of him wanted to escape, but he couldn't. He couldn't escape being Vincent. You can't run from yourself. You can't run from yeah. You can run to yourself though, and that I think is the is it's what ends up being the moral of this story. That's fucking deep. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking deep. Deeper than the deepest mountains. <laughs> so so Vincent took it upon himself. Vincent decided that you know he's been working for. 15 years straight for this company. Buying and selling. Selling and buying. He's a stock trader. Stock trader, yeah. Stock stock trader by day. By night, he he went home to his penthouse apartment and looked out and saw the mountains every night and wondered and dreamed of if he could ever make it there. What if I was there? What if I was in the mountains? What would I do? Who would I I be? The mountain man. Yeah. Not just a mountain man. That's right. The mountain man. To become one with the mountains yeah. mm-hmm. and with oneself is one in the same venture. Yeah. Yeah. So he decided that he was going to take a year sabbatical from being a day trader. He filed the paperwork. Yep. He filed the proper paperwork and his boss approved it. And he was going to find himself in these mountains. So he walked to the edge of the woods and that's, that's when the, what they say is that every journey, every 3,000-mile journey starts mm-hmm. with one step. Yep. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing was with Vincent's journey, though, was that he didn't bring anything with him. He didn't bring anything for survival. He didn't bring a tent. He didn't bring any sort of clothing. This is generally a bad decision mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you're when you're trying to do this for the first time. It's a lot of uh, preppers and survivalists will tell you, look... If you're going to go into the wild blue yonder, at least take some matches, mm-hmm. um, a coat, yep, and maybe a gun for hunting. Yeah. But Vincent, Vincent said, screw all that, mm-hmm. and went completely naked. He figured that the mountains would provide for him mm. if he was going to be the mountain man. Mm. And if he was going to be the mountain man, he had to be one with himself. Right. His body, his being. And the only way to do that was to be completely naked. Mm-hmm. He stood naked at the end of the we- edge of the woods for days, days. Yeah, um, just stood there, stood there, soaking in the, soaking in the power, the magic, the wonder of the woods. Eating up the raspberries that were around, drinking the creek water, which mm-hmm. made him sick, and then he got better at the yeah. edge of the woods. Yeah. His body became accustomed to it, so he was able to. He basically, he basically made himself immune to it by drinking you it. You just constantly. drink enough of it, yeah, and you're good. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows that science. Yeah, exactly. And he was ready. He was ready to take that first step on the journey. Vinny took that first step, and he took it alone, as one must to find themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Onward and inward. Upward. And outward. And outward. <laughs> As he took that. Downward. Never, never down, downward. Never downward. That's not how. Nope. No. Mm-mm. If you're trying to be a mountain, you're trying to get up. Mm-hmm. Not down. And when he took that first step, he fell. He, he fell he, he immediately. Fell. Yeah. So he went downward immediately. Yeah, he fell. went downward immediately. But face first. Face first into the dirt. He actually he actually kind of rolled down the hill about like 100 lost feet. Lost some footing. Yeah. Lost some altitude. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Wrong direction. But uh, but the thing about going downwards is that when you're when you're at the bottom, the only place you can go is up from there. Is up from there. It's just up from there. Yeah. Like he's in negative sea level situation yeah. at the edge of the mountain. He's and technically if he were in the water, he'd be underwater. He'd be underwater. Yeah. But instead, he's at the bottom of a mountain. Yeah. And he's looking up at the great task above him and thinking, "Oh my, if only I was the great task in front of me." And at that point, Vinny could feel rumbling under his feet. He felt rumbling and he felt the ground start to shake and move. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a booming voice is heard. And it says, Vincent! And Vinny didn't know. He thought he was hallucinating off of the, the, uh, the diarrhea he'd been having the days before <laughs> from the berries and the dehydration. That shit fucks you up. It does. So you think you hear booming voices. So he was ca- he was cautious. Mm-hmm. He was cautious. He said, <laughs> "What is it?" Please keep that voice for Vincent. Please help me out. <laughs> but the voice returned back with, "Vincent, you are now ready to begin your journey to become a mountain." Like me, and 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 Vincent was floored by this. He wasn't. He didn't know how to take it, mm-hmm. so he was scared. He he tried to run, but there was nowhere to run. Mm-hmm. And he tripped again. He, he fell tripped, again. Fell again. Fell, fell again. further below sea level. Yep. And he hit his head on the edge of the mountain, oh. and he dreamed of being the mountain. Yeah. He imagined crags on his shoulders. He imagined a peak just above his forehead and animals nibbling at his brush. <laughs> and when he awoke, he knew exactly what he had to do. And that was get to the top of this mountain and to, to lay upon it and to just bury himself in the dirt of the mountain to observe it. <laughs> Observe it closer mm-hmm. and absorb its power. <laughs> and so with that, Vincent climbed and he climbed and he climbed the mountain. Days. Days. Days, days turned into weeks. Weeks turned into months. Seasons passed. Yes. Winter into spring. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I did not mean he to He experienced all different kinds of weather, you know. Yeah. He had to if he wanted to be the mountain. Yeah. He had to experience what it was like to be cold, mm-hmm. to be hot, to have rocks fall on you, you yeah. know, avalanches, gale force winds, yeah, everything, tornadoes, um, struck by lightning. Yes. Oof. That was the worst one. Oh, yeah. That was the one that knocked him down a few hundred feet. That's what happens. Yeah. But he got back up. And he made his way. 
You know what happens here. He gets to the top. Mm-hmm. He gets to the top and he buries himself in the soil. He lays he lays starfish like in the soil. Fully fully nude. Fully nude. <laughs> fully buried. Right up to the chin. Yep. And by God, if he didn't find himself on that mountain, I wouldn't be telling you the story today. Yeah. This was this was basically his vision quest. He was now on his vision quest to become the mountain. That's what a lot of business people do nowadays. Yeah. You know, they try and just climb the mountain and conquer the mountain. Mm-hmm. But is that is that really what the mountain's there for, to be conquered? No. No. It's to be appreciated. It's there to help you find who you are. It's there to cover your naked body. Yeah. When you've when you've fallen multiple times and have been struck by lightning. To threaten you with pain and bad weather. Yes. And then to to have living systems upon you. It builds you up, but it also breaks you down. But then builds you back up again. As one might say, ain't no river wide enough. Ain't, ain't no, no mountain, mountain high, high enough. enough. To, to keep me from, me from getting be, to, to you. To being you, I think. To being you. To being you. Ah. Oh, misunderstood the lyrics of that song. Most do. Yeah, most do. Yeah, I Makes guess sense. so. Only truths. Only those who have climbed the mountain hear the actual lyrics to that song. That's right. That's you what can... they sing as they grow into the mountain. <laughs> On the walk, they may be singing to themselves, I will walk 500 miles. <laughs> And I and will walk 500. And they'll walk them again. Yeah. da 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 You know? <laughs> and, then when, and then whenever they fall, they sing the, uh, the classic Chains Addiction song, the mountain song. Coming down the mountain. <laughs> and then they, you know, they get knocked down. And they get back up again. Oh, yeah. Can we hit any more references? On this? <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Uh, but I, once you get to tub thumping, I feel yeah. like yeah. that's the bottom. I mean, the the mountain then also sings its famous song, Mississippi Queen. Oh, Mississippi Queen. You know what I mean? It's the most annoying mountain in the range it is, for yeah. sure. Yep. <laughs> I think we had enough references there. Oh, good. Yep, that was good. Clean those out. That was good. That was good. <laughs> a little bit of housekeeping. You got to do. You got to do it. Clean those references. I'm checking them off my list. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I got the pen. I got the paper here. I'm just writing them down. Yep. <laughs> I'm working on my foley. I love. I love these drops. I'm gonna have to cut these out and keep them just for separate things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to start doing foley work on the side. <laughs> but yes. But I think we're. We should bring it back to Vinny. To Vinny. Because after burying himself on the mountain for two weeks, he emerged. He sprouted as a new individual. Covered in moss. Covered in moss. Covered with covered with uh animals. Yeah. <laughs> Little <laughs> bugs and birds have kind of formed around his arms and legs. He became the mountain and he came back mm-hmm. down the mountain. Yeah. And back into his office. Come in. And he got to his office and he, and he looked his old boss right in the face. And his old boss couldn't recognize him through the moss and the squirrels. And said to him, we replaced you, you know. And, and, and Mountain Man Vinny looked back and, and he responded with... Because he was speaking with the wind. <laughs> as mountains do. 
and the boss uh, had him escorted out of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and his in in his frustration, Vinny was just <laughs> winds kicking up. Yep. The town was caught in a storm that was was made from the winds of the mountain, which yep. was Vinny. Mm-hmm. Um, and from then on, the uh, people of the village worshipped him. They worshipped him. Yeah. And it is a village where they had this office. <laughs> it was a cheaper a, overhead. It was just a giant. It was just giant a tower. giant tower for the for the trading company. A giant tower for the apartments, and then around it was just a village. So yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they they erected all sorts of statues and monuments, and they sacrificed people and and animals to Vinny. Um, but Vinny Vinny knew that just being the leader of this village wasn't enough. He knew that he had to be the singular mountain in this village. He started destroying all the other mountains. Yep. One by one, destroy the other mountains. And that pride came back to him. And each, yeah. he had lost his pride. He had experienced ego death on the top of that mountain. Mm-hmm. And now it's coming back. Yeah. And with each mountain he defeated, he grew larger. He larger. grew stronger. Stronger. He grew faster. Very fast. Yes. The fastest mountain in the in the West. <laughs> <laughs> and became more explosive. Yes. Volcano Man. Yes. That's right. What we forgot to mention is Vin- Vinny's middle name, Vincent Vanderbilt. Oh, very important. His middle name. Volcano. Volcano. VVV. VVV. <laughs> V3, as he's called. V3. Yeah. <laughs> like that one mountain M- M2. Yeah. Is that a thing? But this K2? Is, it's 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 ironic because this is actually version three of Vincent Vanderbilt. That's right. We had version one, which was the day trader. Version two, which was the the fledgling mountain. Yeah. And now version three. It's final form. It's final form. <laughs> the volcanic eruptor. Vincent volcanic Vanderbilt. Eruptor. <laughs> That's a great metal band name. <laughs> and he, he did he did yeah. form a metal band after that. Yeah. As well. You can check Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, finally, at that point, there was only one mountain left to conquer. Yeah, it was the original mountain that he had found himself on. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like any good, like, fighting movie or karate movie, Mm -hmm. in order to move forward, you have to defeat your master. Yes. Um, whether that's in, like, a Cobra Kai kind of way or, like, a Danny? Yeah. Kind of way. Yeah. (laughs) You can just say Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that is what divides characters, you know, mm-hmm. between good and evil, yeah. between right and wrong, uh, between uh, different levels of pay <laughs> as actors. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Zapka didn't make that much money. No, Ralph Macchio made more money. Probably made a little bit more on that Cobra Kai remake. Yeah, yeah, um, which isn't that great. Really? You didn't like it? I didn't really like it. Sidebar, I thought it was not bad. Well, what I saw wasn't bad. I, I mean, to be honest, I only saw the first three episodes. I saw the first, like, two because they were free. Okay, see? Yeah. <laughs> but what I saw, I liked. And I've heard it's pretty good. But I might have to go back and finish it. Just yeah, see well, what I think of it. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. I'll probably finish it, too. Yeah. TV, Ch- TV by the way, sidebar again, TV recommendation, American Vandal. If you haven't seen it, oh, watch it. I haven't. It's great. It's on Netflix. I hear good things about it. Yes. The uh, next season comes out uh, this coming week, this coming Friday, actually. Huh. Friday the 14th, yes. So back in. Yes. 
fold, we'll fold out of that sidebar yes, back sound. into the other sidebar, mm-hmm. and, and I'll then say, take out of that, or yeah, go ahead. Finish. I'll say that's the end of this sidebar. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we're going back, back in, back into the story of Vincent. Vinny. So basically, this this final battle, if you've ever seen, you know, monster movies, yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla, different kaiju films. Oh yeah, Pacific if, if you've even seen Dragon Ball Z, yes. I'd say this is applicable. This uh, this battle was one for the ages between these two mountains. Because um, they were trying to out mountain one another. How do you out mountain another mountain? You gotta stand. You gotta stand real still, and real tall, and real quiet. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. So now there are two mountains stand, where one mountain and one man used to stand, and they're referred to as Twin Peaks. So ah, there you go. That's how that. The <laughs> end. That's how that comes together. Nice. <laughs> Folding it into different properties. I like it. Please don't sue us. Showtime. Woo. Get in touch with us. We'll give you this as the origin story for Twin Peaks. That's for you. That's for you. It's free. Well, not free. You got to pay me. Pay, pay, pay me what you're paying. Pay me what you're paying Kyle McLaughlin. We're good. Ooh. That's good, which is probably a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I, hey, I need to pay student bill. I need to pay student student loans. So give me that money. So. <laughs> Well, Rob, thank you so much for being here. We really do appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. This is a delight. Yeah. I like this. It's uh, you know, early afternoon recording. I'm ready to like just like continue my day here. Yeah. I feel like uplifted. Yeah. Fun way to just come enjoy yourself and do some do some silly stuff, tell some silly stories and be on your way, yeah. I'm all about silliness. Oh, so. it's the best. It's the best. So, Rob, if, if you want people to find you on the internet, where can they I find don't. you? I don't. Oh, don't you look don't. for me on the internet. Don't look for you on the internet. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. If you if you look up... Do you have like a Twitter page? you have like a Twitter profile that people can find you at? Yeah, it's 0x Cressman. Okay. Which is a, a reference to hexadecimal. Okay. So, if you're into that, there you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah, um, you can find him there, and you can also come check him out at any of the shows that we talked about during the break today. Yeah, please come to the shows. Yes, that's, that's the most important part of a community, a comedy community, is getting together and performing. Yes, performing and being there for one another, checking out shows. I'm tearing up. He's tearing up. He's gonna cry. <laughs> Rob, don't cry. It's okay. I'm We're glad all friends. It's the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know if I make it through. <laughs> well, Lynn, before Rob, uh, before Rob cries all over the table, where can people find you at? Uh, Twitter, uh, Ann Lynn, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Uh, whatever I do on the internet, that's where it goes. So follow me and That stuff. sounded like S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. Like <laughs> that cadence? <laughs> oh, maybe. A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Lynn. <laughs> there you go. That was, that was exactly that cadence. I like it. It's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that was done purposefully. <laughs> Fold that into your brand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a genius. Yeah. And uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at E underscore Williamson 93. That's where I post all of my musings and all my silly retweets. You can find those there. Um, if you want to listen, if you want to find the show on social media, you can find us on Twitter at ReadBetweenCast, on Instagram at ReadBetweenCast, and also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ReadBetweenCast. You can listen to the show every week on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, and on YouTube as well. So plenty wow. of places to find this show. Yeah, we've really expanded There's our distribution. Places, yeah. We've really expanded distribution. Go and watch. Go listen to it on all of those platforms. Yes. We if you have no reason to not listen to us. Yes, exactly. That's what I like to look at. It. Exactly. 
Um, if you're listening, make sure you leave a rating wherever you listen to this. Hopefully, a five star rating will will suffice. Hopefully, you really enjoyed the show. Let us know how we're doing. Um, make sure to check out our other show, our sister podcast, Nostalgia Cops, where we go back in time and rewatch shows from our childhood to see if they hold up to our twenty something year old standards. I always wondered how how do you go back in time? That's a good question. You know? Right. Well, you know, for us, it's a matter of picking a show from the 90s and going and watching it on Hulu. <laughs> it's that that's simple. How, that's, it's that simple. Scientists have looked past this simple methodology for years. <laughs> yes, our, our latest episode was all about the Nicktoons classic, Hey Arnold. Oh, Spoiler alert, we really fucking loved it. Oh. It was really fun to go back and watch it. I'm glad. Yeah, so uh, you can find that show. Uh, you can find it by searching Nostalgia Cops on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and, uh, and I think Google Podcasts as well. Google Play. It, it's. I think it's the same thing now. Google I, Play. Probably. Google, Google Play. Google know. Podcasts are all the same thing. Oh, I didn't know there was a Google Podcast. Yeah, yes. I think it folded into like I think they separated it out from Google Play itself and just oh. yeah, it's its own thing now. I've so. been using Podcast Addict. Oh, yeah. Just kind of searches a bunch of them. Yeah, I use. Right. Oh, I I have Overcast on my phone, which is another good one. Mm-hmm. Another good podcast aggregator. It's a good nice. one. There's a lot of good ones out there. But yeah, so uh, so I think that's it for this week's episode. There it is. Yeah. So, Rob, thank you once again for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Hope to have you on again sometime. For sure. Thanks for having me. No problem. So uh, thank you for listening, folks. Uh, For Lynn and Rob, we will see you guys next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.